0: Hi, pals! <coughs> Hi, pals! And welcome to the Disneyland Paris show! Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris and Hugh!
1: gosh! <laughs>
0: and now, Disneyland Paris News! Team at Inside Ears have released a video, Live from the Magic, which showcases the various maintenance and refurbishment projects which are taking place during the park's closure.
1: Rumours that Disneyland Paris has purchased four retired phantasmic bar- barges from Tokyo Disneyland indicate that the new lagoon, which is part of the Walt Disney Studios expansion, will be the stage for nighttime spectaculars once complete.
2: According to DLP report on Twitter, Disneyland Paris has started the construction of an 800-metre berm up to 5 metres high along the circular boulevard near mani le hongre It will serve as an audiovisual shield from the land where a third park could, according to the city, be considered after 2036.
0: Whilst the French vaccine rollout causes cases of Covid in over 70s to fall, cases in younger age groups are seeing a surge. Authorities caution against complacency, whilst DLP fans watch and wait.
1: In international news, tickets for A Taste of Disney at Disneyland California sold out in minutes, as Governor Gavin Newsom announced the theme parks could reopen from the 1st of April. Now, I think we might just (laughs) be losing one of our hosts for a moment. Yes, our
0: daughter (laughs) came to the glass door uh, looking very teary. Yeah,
1: so. she's going back to school for the first time in a couple of months tomorrow. And she's a little reluctant.
2: We've got a gap in the middle. But look, we've been joined by Mickey, so that's nice, isn't it? Yes.
1: <laughs> right, just one interesting note that wasn't on the news, but it's worth mentioning, is mm. that the Disneyland Paris has now been... Right,
2: just one interesting note. <laughs> on. Oh, no. You didn't turn right, the volume down. On. There
1: we go. Um... <laughs> Disneyland Paris has now been uh, <laughs> closed longer the second time than it was the first time. So, this is mm. the longest it's ever been closed. So, it was closed for 123 days exactly last time. Um, it reopened on the 124th day. Right. But as of today, it's been closed for 128 days. Wow. Um Obviously, we do have an opening date in... Pretty much exactly a month, isn't it? I think.
2: Yeah, about that from today,
1: yeah. exactly mm-hmm. a month. But there's no guarantees for those either. Those those can move. We are, we've all been so aware this year that nothing's certain, <clears throat> and it does depend on certain um, criteria being met. So um, we'll wait. Your till camera's you can... frozen
2: now. Do you know that Lucy? <laughs> just just to we are having to things, a terrible
1: day. Aren't your camera
2: we? has now frozen. It like, came back last time this happened, didn't it? A couple yeah. of weeks ago. And they can still hear you, I assume. Please let us know if you can't hear Lucy, but I think you can still hear her. I hope you can. Um so uh isn't it great when technical things happen like this? Uh I'm and we've lost you on, as well.
1: Carry on talking, Chris.
2: I think that's all, all we can do, that. isn't
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> so um that kind of brings us on to one of the new uh, one of the newses, news pieces, the most depressing one probably. Mm-hmm. In that um, you actually alerted me to a a, a French news Twitter feed um, earlier in the week, saying mm. that even though the vaccine rollout's going well and cases uh, in the over seventies is falling, in younger age groups in France it's actually on the rise, and um, it, it could um, well what's the word preempt some um, tightening of restrictions uh, over in France. And this opening of Disneyland Paris in April is contingent on them reaching a certain number per hundred thousand. Yeah. So, mm, <laughs> let's let's just fingers crossed for that. So anybody who does have, well, it won't be April for UK visitors, but May a May ho- May trips booked. Keep a weather eye on the horizon because could be a storm coming any.
2: You'd put something tentative in for May, hadn't you? Or was uh, it June? Well.
1: I know yeah. you. I know
2: you've got your US potentially, but
1: that's if we don't go to the US. I thought yeah. we could do a last-minute trip to Disneyland Paris, and I have put a couple of days of park park reservations in. Mm-hmm. I've cancelled my April ones now. I'm being a good citizen because I, I also put some tentative April ones in. Um, <laughs> but as you quite rightly pointed out, it looks more likely we'll go to America than France. The way the figures are looking at the moment. Yeah. So.
2: Now, now, just just quickly for you. Um, in the chat, they say that they can hear you loud and clear, or cloudy as beer, as uh, Mark Chester just said. Um, okay. I, I don't know what the best thing to do for your camera is. I wonder whether you could turn it off and on again.
1: <laughs> just one second. Yeah, cause um,
0: I've, um, I've come back and people don't even realise. <laughs> no, that's it.
2: well, I, I think I heard you. I heard you creep in, to be honest, with you. But um, uh, and I'm liking the look of Mickey over you as well. So. Yeah. Yes. Me too. You know, it's all a big improvement. Oh, now it says the on one side and aims on the other, which is nice. Um, This is the joys of using Zoom. Uh, it says,
1: fail to start the video camera. Please select oh, wow. another video camera.
2: Oh, that's exciting, isn't it? So you're all going to have to look at me today. I'm so glad I put on a, a smart shirt. So uh, I didn't look too terrible. <laughs> well, oh, they can dear. hear you anyway, so so do carry on.
1: Um, right, this is, this is a problem, oh. isn't it?
2: It's a slight problem, anyway.
1: yeah. Start the video, I can.
2: Just in case it comes back. Can you start it
1: anyway? No. Can you, oh, I see.
2: Can you log off and on again?
1: <laughs> can we, uh, shall we try starting the stream again? Just well, for one, so is that It's, work, it's
2: not the stream, I'll tell you what, yeah, look, bear with us. We'll just go on to the, onto the start card again and we'll come back in a minute and see if we can sort this camera out because it's a bit of a pain in it. It's not good. We'll be right back.
0: Bye. We're
2: back. We're back, and they're back, and I'm just going to put the audio on. Look, speak. You can can be heard, heard, and seen. Oh, thank goodness for that. Are we on?
1: Are we live? Are are, are we? We're live. We're good.
2: We're live. We're we're there. We're back. We're on,
0: and all that sort of stuff.
1: Right, and we've got the real depressing rubbish stuff out of the way. So, should we talk about all the fun stuff that's on the list?
0: Bonnie's thinking yeah. about uh, funny dogs. Oh. Nice. To help her get to sleep. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I like funny dogs. She, well, that's what she said. She said, she said. she said, I like funny dogs. <laughs> who's her favourite funny dog? Oh, she's just like, just the ones she meets in the park. She's got a very oh, specific yeah. one yeah. in the
1: park called Meg that she really likes. Who's I got like really, this guy really here. long hair. Right. She's not that
0: bothered about Pluto.
1: We, oh, haven't, we haven't said hello to the, the chat yet, Huey, because you're yeah. our chat master. Yeah, we've just yeah. said
0: bear with us a lot. To... <laughs> she, uh,
1: he's our chatster. Yeah. So do we have any? Do we have people there? Yeah, we've got,
0: got plenty of people. We've got the Dunn family.
1: Hi, Dunn family. They were there one. at
0: eight o'clock. Mark Chester, Andrew Palmer. yeah. Chris Fletcher's here. I am. I am here. Mm. We'll I'm make sure you block
1: him if he gets too fruity.
0: <laughs> and there's some other people lurking. Lurkers. Oh, good. Right. We like a lurker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like a lurker. Okay. So, um, where should we start? Should we start at the very beginning? A very good place well, to start.
0: wherever
2: you like, Lucy. You know, you're the boss.
1: Well, the, this week, um Design Paris have released a... The uh, first of three, I do believe, videos called Live from the Magic, which mm. shows what's happening inside the park while it's shut. And they're very interesting. I highly recommend you go and um, look them up. They're on the Disneyland Paris YouTube channel.
2: Shall I put the link into the description?
1: That would be fabulous, Chris. I'll do that. I'll do that
2: afterwards, yeah.
1: I will warn you, it's obviously in French, and there's very small English subtitles at the bottom, so I I did have to squint a bit to understand and read. But it's basically, it's talking about all the renovations that are going on, the... um, They're accelerating some and some that have been scheduled for later in the year they've decided to do. For example, uh, Pinocchio, they've repainted all the black light paint and they've Mm -hmm. um, replaced not the black light bulbs, but all the other bulbs with LEDs um, to get a better finish and also to save energy. And that was um, going to be a three month renovation scheduled for later in the year. But they've managed to do it in about six weeks. When when the parks are shut. Mm-hmm. So these are decisions that they're making. And they do take you through the process. They let you, um, some of the artisans do interviews. It's it's really quite interesting. And really it's interesting,
2: yeah. I fully mm. enjoyed it. Uh, even though I couldn't and, read some of the writing because it was all white subtitles and quite light sometimes. So you couldn't
0: actually yeah. read the words at all. But you got the gist of it. <sighs>
1: yeah. I
0: know. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> this is why you put a stroke around the white letters.
1: Exactly. <laughs> So you'd be, somebody would be on a sort of grey pathway wearing a black jumper and you could read those three words in the black jumper really well and then you couldn't read those five words that are on the grey pathway and then you, it it will not grey. Um, it was alright. little spoiler alert, they tell you how they make the cobwebs in Tower of mm. Terror, which was very interesting. That's yeah. Um, so lots going on, have a look at that one. Now then, the next two things are: one is pure rumor, and the other one is um, puma. <laughs> one is pure. One is puma, and the other one is kind of on the surface of it, a little bit of a boring news story. But it, it piqued my interest, and it's going to lead us in to really? what our discussion is today. So I think I'll I'll leave that one for last. But the rumor, the r- rumor. Mm. Is comes from Richie Disney on Twitter and he has heard from a member of the entertainment crew at Tokyo Disneyland that they have sold four barges um from the fantastic Lagoon Show to Disneyland Paris. Um and Ooh. they've been they've been shipped over. So this isn't a new thing, they quite often do this. The a lot of the um Floats from Stars on Parade are actually repurposed from the Tokyo Jubilee Jubilation Parade. They do tend to sell on their old hardware, just regrew it because this is very specialist material. Um, so the presumption is that these are going to be used for a nighttime show in on the lagoon in Walt Disney Studios Park. Nice, which is exciting news, isn't
2: it? Have we got a photograph of them heading down the motorway because until I see that photograph it isn't true
1: then it will go from rumour to news when that happens <laughs> unfortunately not we don't quite know where they are at the no. moment <laughs> um, it was pointed out by Richard Disney that there's no indication that this will be phantasmic that they bring over here that it's mm. going to be a different show they're just using, using the hardware they've got basically
2: well if you're going to but, speculate you might as well speculate wildly had not you rather yeah. than just saying, well, they've bought these barges, so they're going to do the same thing. We might as well say, so they might do something else with it.
1: Do you know, Why I, not? Just, I If you're going to it go all out. So exciting. I think it was last week, everyone in the Disney community was going, oh, two years ago today, we first saw the concept art for the um, expansion.
2: Yeah, I saw some of that.
1: Yeah, and... Yeah. It was really exciting at the time, really exciting. If you were in the fan community at the time, it was like the biggest bombshell that had ever dropped. Um, And then nothing happened, like, for ages. And then they started doing the Marvel Land and and that just turned into a building site and we get the occasional aerial photograph of it. But we're actually getting close to experiencing some of this now and the, the length of time between concept art and experience is so long. You almost forget you're excited, and to hear something like this, like the hot hatches
0: I can't wait for that first disappointment <laughs> when you've got when you've got the that uh, concept map in your head, and it's, it's so lush and green, and you're like, wow, look at all the trees. And you get there, and there aren't that many trees, and you go. Oh, yeah. no, no,
1: and it's good, it's good. It's just not... And,
0: like, and it's less it's of a lagoon and more of a pond. And I know Well, it, the
1: foliage takes a decade to bed in, doesn't I it? I know it's
0: concept art, but I don't think they should um, put so many trees in. Yeah. Because that that was the nicest thing about it, I thought.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. When I, when I was looking at the pictures, because as Lucy says, people have been tweeting them um, over the last week or so, and when I was looking at them again the other day for the first time since last year, I, I thought, this is... Um, very green, it's very luscious, mm. um, and I don't believe it's going to ever look like that. No.
1: <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, it's a semi-aerial shot, isn't it? It's If it wasn't, it's a painting, but if it wasn't, it would be a very high crane shot. Mm. Um, and there's no show buildings. In real life, if you were at that height, you would see a load of big grey buildings behind all the attractions wouldn't you and there isn't any and all that area that would be show buildings is just filled in with with greenery Mm. and tropical things which just are never going to be there but that's the way it is whenever you see an artist's rendering of like you know we've designed a new wing for your high school and they show loads of people with backpacks strolling by and tour and things Mm -hmm. never quite
0: Andrew says does that mean the art of Marvel Hotel is exciting now no
1: that's um, should that, that should have been open six months shouldn't it yeah Manchester
0: mm. says uh, I think the park been shut for so long will pay big dividends for when we all go back loads of shiny new stuff to see and experience
1: that's my feeling that's my feeling the The longer that it's closed the more I'll appreciate being back and the more they'll be worth seeing they'll have repainted Main Street for one
2: yeah it's going to be shiny and lovely isn't it I think that's, it's. Uh, it's quite a nice thought that the the things that they would normally like take the time over over the year and take time out to do, they managed to get ahead with things. I'm also a big fan of the whole LED lighting thing. We talked about it a lot last year, about Autopia, well, before last mm-hmm. year now, year before last, um, about Autopia and that they've done it there. They've done it with Buzz Lightyear, so they're obviously going through and gradually making all these replacements, and that that's a huge energy-saving thing. When you count that on top of the solar panels that they're doing in the car parks as well, they're doing an awful lot, aren't they?
1: I was going it's to good. say that, we'll all be parking under solar panels next mm. time we go, won't we? I mean, yeah. that would be entirely new entrance to the park to start with.
2: Yeah.
1: Right, I'm going to go across the giant pond for a little while and go back to... <laughs> I know we don't strictly cover the American parts, but we did talk about California a couple of weeks ago and we debated whether you'd do the ticket price and all this things, so I thought it was worth revisiting. Mm. Um, the last we heard, we'd say... We would do that dining event in a minute if it was at Disneyland Paris, didn't we? We're all on to it. (laughs) Yes, Lucy. Okay, so it's um, $75, and that includes parking, which is usually $10 uh, over in California, and it includes a $25 dining gift card to visit all the dining booths, and it's food festival-style booths. So, um, would you still do it? Does that sound good to you? Poodle around the park.
0: That reminds me of that um, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber Eurovision song.
1: That sounds good to me. (laughs) Is that how it went?
0: Yeah. I don't remember that one. And he was slightly off on the final note. He went,
1: that sounds good to me. Oh, dear. Nice. Uh, (laughs) So... Yeah, if if this was a Disneyland Paris thing, obviously we'd need to live within driving distance. But I'd be I'd be all over it like a rash. In fact, if they did an after-hours event like this, I think I'd be all over it like a rash. Wander around, not many people, eat food, look at things. Mm. That's all I want to do. And I think that's quite a good deal. So it's basically forty dollars. Is that I thing it's called a like
0: a touch of Disney?
1: Yes. <sighs> Is that a creepy title? It's just a bit... Uh, no, A Taste of Disney. A Taste of sure? Disney?
0: No. A Touch of Disney is where you're paying, you can go and strut the walls around Disneyland. I think Disneyland. it was A Touch of, Because Taste would, would make more sense. A <laughs> Touch of
1: Disney. <laughs> yeah, a
0: that's a creepy title.
1: But yeah, I think that I think that is an amazing de- deal. And unsurprisingly, they sold out in minutes. mm it was one of those, you know, you're in a queue, and by the time you're not in a queue, there's no tickets, kind of thing.
0: The Don family would pay anything for that at Paris. Oh anything. hell yeah, hell really? Yeah. Anything?
1: I'm not sure. Anything? Uh, I
0: know. Yeah, okay. a lot. Yeah, anything? I think they'll go up to nine thousand pounds.
1: You need a silent auction. <laughs> nine thousand
0: pounds, like that idea? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, and for while, we're up, in Cali- while <laughs> Sorry, we're up in God. California, it's worth noting that um, Governor Newsom has given them a date when they can open, but Disneyland has not yet announced when they will open. Oh, right. Um, uh, See, I
0: I was seeing rumours of, uh, what was it, 4th or 1st of April?
1: It's the 1st of April. They've been told they can open.
0: They will, won't they? Well, Well, if they're ready.
1: The caveats (laughs) have been (laughs) given is 15% capacity, which is, that's, Re- that's lower than like shanghai did or tokyo did or florida did or yeah. paris did it's so a 15% capacity and only california residents now only california residents isn't that much of a problem in california because no. they've got a big population all within driving distance and the massive disney fans so that's not a problem but 15% capacity they might not they might think they'll make more money doing this touch of Disney thing, the way the tickets are selling, than they would opening the full park. You don't know. Anyway, they haven't announced an opening date, so we'll keep you posted on that.
2: Interesting. Right.
1: This brings us on to the piece of non-news that is going to lead into our discussion.
0: Non-news.
1: A berm of land is being constructed. A, a, A what now? A berm. Do you know what a berm is?
0: A berm.
1: I had to look Boom. this up
0: It's this was on for DLP, bum, isn't it bum, baby, Don't you bum. look at my berm. Um, <laughs> bum? Boom get, get, get off my bum! Get off my berm um,
1: Yeah this was He um, pinched my bum. This is reported by DLP Report who are an excellent Twitter feed and excellent mm. website And uh, we get some Very good information and I thought Why the tone is that what's interesting about that um, a berm of land is like a raised ridge. You get them around reservoirs and stuff—a a, mm-hmm. a pile of earth, basically. But it makes a wall around some land. Um, so, and it can be, and it's going to be up to five meters tall. Five, yeah, five meters tall. So that's a big old Ooh. pile of earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing it What's around that? three men. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Eight hundred
2: meters long of three men. Sorry, people.
1: Well, women are typically small. It's like two men and a girl, two men and a lady stood on each other's heads. Um, So it's around, what makes it interesting is it's around the expansion pad that back in 1980, whenever they signed the land lease with the French government, was earmarked for a third theme park, third gate, Um, but it couldn't be considered until after 2036. They put these dates on things, like they had a time limit the other way for the Studios Park. Mm. You have to build a second park within these times, but you're not allowed to do a third park before this date. So after 36, which is 15 years away, that's not that long in theme park terms, actually, is it? There could be a third theme park on this patch. Now, if you... I've ever looked at an aerial photograph of Disneyland Paris. There's a perfectly circular road that goes all around everything, and there's a crisscross. And the easiest and the top hemisphere is where everything is at the moment. Um, This is in this bottom corner here, near where uh, the uh, Campanile and the Magic Circus hotels and all those are.
2: I'm trying to visualize it. Yeah. It's, okay.
1: Got yeah. It. So it's down there. Anyway, it's behind Cheyenne and um, Santa Fe.
0: Okay.
1: That patch of land down there. Um. So yeah, So the the it says it will work as an audio visual shield. So what are they going to do on that land? They're not going to build a third park. Festival. Nice Rev. <laughs> My suspicion Electro is it's going to be something really <laughs> boring, like a sta- it might be a staging area or a maintenance area for parade vehicles or something like that. However, it made me think of our discussion this week, which is, if, you, if there was a third gate being opened at Disneyland Paris, what would you want it to be? So we're going to have our Imagineering hats on today. I'd like park titles. I'd like... Uh, titles? Well, you know... Whatever. We, we never agreed
2: to this I, want a I brief. only wrote one word Oh okay <laughs> I want it just to be says, good Just says rave. <laughs> yeah, rave
1: Okay well Hugh, I do believe Hugh's got some ideas for a brief For a third park he'd like to give just... Anyway that has gone on a little more fluidly Than we usually do And I've realised that we haven't actually Done Bob's question yet We do have so Bob's do to... question
2: hmm? Yeah. Shall I do Bob's question Let's,
1: let's do Bob's question because he's and not here we'll today, you know. Oh. It's 50
2: years since he uh, he realised that his other half was the person he wanted to be with. Not that oh. they got married, but it's like when they first started dating and stuff. So he's, he's not oh. watching tonight live. He's going to watch later, apparently, when she's gone yes. to bed. I imagine. Here he comes. He got Bob. How pleasant bobbing along.
0: Hi everybody, it's Bob. In saludos amigos, what is Pedro?
2: Is Bob. Street. Bob. Bob. Now, I know the answer to this because i watched Saludos Amigos today.
0: Ah, And I know it because it's one of my favourite shorts. I think I
1: know. Two. But we will tell you the answer to that later. Hang on.
0: Pedro. Pedro. I'm thinking of... Pedro. um, I'm thinking of Pablo. Pablo. Uh, From, uh, From the Three Caballeros there you go that's right isn't it the penguin from uh, Three Caballeros. Yes. yeah not him I'm thinking of that so it's not that so I don't know
1: oh I was thinking of a penguin as well
0: oh I do know I do know good
1: oh I think I do know yeah. <laughs> right, it's all let's starting get, to sink in yeah this isn't hey, this isn't great conversation is it
0: listeners do you know <laughs> do you
1: Um. right
0: <laughs> that's just creepy Huey that yeah. was really creepy if there was
1: a third gate what would you want
0: uh right, I want a Disney forest. <gasps> that's it. Yes. Elaborate. It's, it's basically uh, elaborate. <laughs> uh, w- what does uh, White Vision say? I request <laughs> clarification. Or he it says something <laughs> like that, doesn't he? It? But it's not that anyway.
2: Ex- I was going to say expansion. It's, it's um. Yeah, I'd like further clarification, elaboration. isn't it? Elaboration—that's the word. Does yeah, it, is that what it says?
0: Yeah, I request I re- elaboration. I request elaboration. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, right, I'm just—I'm just like buying time because I ain't got an idea. Uh, no, right. So it's—it's uh, it's just a huge nature reserve. You've got like woodland trails. You've got a lake, um, and it's just really nice. But there's Disney touches here and there. Now, here's the thing, Chris. I was as I was writing this down, I was like, have we? Done this before because <laughs> some of my ideas were there's a haunted woods Snow White Ooh, style, yes. and then also there's the Seven Dwarfs house, uh, and you can also walk through the mines and they're all lit up with gems. Now, why does this sound familiar? We've said this before, haven't we? Was well, this an yeah, idea we've, for?
2: We've done Imagineering, for, we've done rides before, haven't we? And we've done areas for the studios before as well. Yeah, but we, haven't we talked did like a new sort of area. area. Have
0: we done? Have we done like walk through ideas?
2: Is that what this is? Uh,
0: yes we did do walkthrough ideas because I had right. a Christmas one well, this is one giant walkthrough this whole park uh, there's picnic areas it's just somewhere to go and relax it's not about going on rides and thrills and queuing and, and things like that it's uh, a place to go and relax uh, the Haunted Woods I'm excited about can they have you know? some Ichabod yeah. and Mr
2: Toad type bits in the Haunted Woods as well do you think? Cause absolutely I could see yeah. the, the, uh, the whole Ichabod running away from the Headless Horseman fitting in quite well there
0: yeah, come on, Crane. It's a free-for-all. Yes. Uh, you could also have the 100-acre woods in there. You would have Pooh's house set up. Yeah. The whole gang's there. Um, yes. Yeah, yes. And here's one. Um, there can also be a Sleeping Beauty maze of thorns. Ooh. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. Generally just... oh, ooh, yeah. And also a river ride down a Pocahontas River. Nice. You know, like a boat ride... See, uh, you thought this through. (laughs) Well, I didn't give it too much thought, to be honest. Uh, But, you know, it just just came to me. Just, uh, you know me, I'm all about, like, somewhere to go and just experience it and just enjoy your surroundings. That's what this is. Mm. Um, Yeah, I haven't thought about restaurants or anything.
1: We just, presumably, we just pick acorns off trees and... Mm -hmm.
0: Maybe
2: there be fires. There'll be like random <laughs> fires in, in the forest, like bonfires that you can buy. sit around.
0: It could be quite, uh, quite modern. You, you know, you could have TP set up, and you could be buying um, uh, s'mores and things, and you know that kind mm. of uh, hipstery type of uh, festival vibe as well. You could have all that. You know, there could even be a camping area and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: cool.
1: Mm.
2: I like it, Paris. although, like, north of France it does get warm from time to time. It's not the warmest for, like, glamping and stuff, is it? No. So it um, might be the best. What's, for... what's woods
0: in French? Is, that, is it is it arbour?
2: Don't know. Perhaps. I don't speak French.
1: I just, while Hugh's looking that up, um, I'd just like to go through a few that have been suggested.
0: Le, Le Bois. Le Bois. Um, Le Bois. Is that right? I'm going to that say, have been suggested
1: for other places in the past. See what you think of these ideas. Now, okay, go. Um, Tokyo Disneyland has got Disneyland and Disney Sea, and then the this is pretty much in the you know they're going to do this. I think they're going to do a third gate that is Disney Sky. How do you think that? Ooh, because until I heard that as a, a park idea. Uh, I never made the land and sea connection. For Disneyland, him. Disney Sea. Did you? Did you make that connection?
2: Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> I didn't. Okay, Disneyland, <laughs> Disney Sea, and Disney Sky. So that's. Oh, one. I like it. There's also. Oh, um,
0: trees Arbor. That's what I'm thinking of.
1: There's been but, plenty of but suggestions.
0: Forest is forest it's foray.
1: There's been plenty of suggestions around a an entirely villains based yeah. and um, nightmare spooky park, sometimes called the Tragic Kingdom or something like that. That's so um, right. and it does heavily reflect the Magic Kingdom, but it's like Sleeping Beauty's Castle when Maleficent's got it. So it's like a mirror image. It's a bit like Stranger Things, the the Upside Down. I think you know, the it's... only thing for me about
2: about that is that ultimately this still has to appeal to families and kids and if you go if making something out and out scary mm. um you know you you're going to turn away a bunch of people so I, I don't think it's likely that they'd do that i can see it being done as a nice like a bit of a park potentially it'd be quite a cool thing to do yeah. but
1: and then another very popular one, um, this was originally planned and conceived and imagineered uh, to be an expansion on Animal Kingdom. And then the, t- a couple of years after they opened Animal Kingdom, uh, 9-11 happened, travel industry tanked and it was shelved and never brought back again. And then it's been discussed as a, an entirely new park, and that's the Beastly Kingdom, which would be fantasy creatures. It'd be similar to Animal Kingdom, but it would be dragons and unicorns, and basically it'd be Onward. But this was conceived before Onward happened, so I'd, I quite like that. But when I was trying to think of something, I wanted something that wasn't IP based, which I feel is the studios, they're going mm-hmm. down the Star Wars, Frozen, Marvel route. Yeah. And that wasn't fantasy based. So I quite like to take something Epcot-ish, and I want to do a kind of a world tour, um, but not pavilion-based. I want it to be more kind of wandering from culture to culture. And I wanted to call it Disney Vista. Because I thought I was trying to think of French words that are English as well and that we could use, and I just thought, that means view, doesn't it? Disney yes. Vista. Um and I want it to be real world based, but absolutely fabulous. I want to have a section that's the Himalayan mountains, and um, you know Ooh. the Grand Canyon, and Venice, and so on and so forth. I so think that's, that's a really
2: good idea. I mean that that's quite similar to what I'd thought, which was probably like just in, an incredibly European sort of version of of uh, Epcot. So yeah, you know, something that celebrates the the continent if you like i thought i thought something a bit
0: That's, a bit more along yeah.
2: those lines might be correct i know epcot's got a lot of in, in the pavilions a lot of european countries anyway isn't there but
1: it does know. disney actually thought that being in the heart of because european culture to americans is so exotic and foreign they thought yeah. that it went down well in epcot but if they put something similar in paris that it just wouldn't be popular because it's like oh, look look there's big ben uh. But I actually think the opposite. I think, I think Europeans really sort of embrace the different countries and cultures and contrasting things. And you can only know one as your own country, can't you? And what I you think it'd be quite popular.
0: It's small world, but big world. Big world. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. World. It,
0: it's a big world after all.
2: Because there's yeah. so many. I'd like even without thinking about the the IPs and stuff. There's so many times you can do from country to country to. to to bring in, you know, sort of like characters like Pinocchio. If you had a massive beer keller or something like that, and, and, and that kind of thing would be just awesome. I just think there's real scope to do something, especially now with Frozen as well, and and that whole Norwegian vibe in there as well. This
1: see that's what makes it unfortunate, the studios because it would have, you know, culturally mm. it would fit so well. And just straight after this, we're going to review Raya and the Lost Dragon i without giving anything away because none of the three of us have discussed it yet. my One of my first thoughts was parks attraction. What an amazing parks attraction it would make. And if we're doing the round the world thing that I've just said, an entire Raya section, I'd live there.
2: Entire Raya.
1: Entire Raya. <laughs> right. Nice. Has anyone, anyone in the
2: chat said stuff? Yeah. Tell us, tell us. Did we get Chris's full idea then? I didn't really have a full idea. My, oh. I've always thought that some, something along... I, I like the idea of the, um, the world's thing in Epcot. World
1: Showcase. World Showcase.
2: Mm. And, and I think that's something that I wish that we had over here, something similar. So anything that it can incorporate that um, would be good for me.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, Andrew Palmer said a uh, National Geographic land. Yes! Animal ki- uh, Slash Animal Kingdom uh, I'd like... Oh no, sorry, it says, rather than a okay. National Geographic land slash Animal Kingdom, I'd oh. like a Starland, Deadpool, <laughs> Simpsons, Family Guy, Lost.
1: Oh, so he means uh, the I,
0: star um, section of Disney Plus. You, you get on a plane the, um, and you crash land into it. Yeah. <laughs> what?
1: What's where you have to the eat your way out. Where it's, it's 12, but with an adult. 12A, the 12A rating mm. park. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't work so well next to a centre park, would it?
0: Grey's Anatomy land. <laughs> yeah. uh, Andrew also says Buena Vista for your idea, because, you know, Disney's distributed yes. by Buena Vista.
1: It is, yeah. For like it. Buena's not French, is it? Because I thought that. Isn't uh, that... Buena? Spanish? Uh,
2: uh, yeah, because in, yeah.
0: in French it's bon, isn't it? Bon. Yeah, Bonny. Bon Vista. Bon Vista. Uh, Dunn family also says they need a space land. Space land, a bit. Yeah, I'm. I'm all up for a space. space Always. Land. Um. Manchester did uh, have an idea about Bob's question, though. Oh, right. oh,
1: are we? Are we there yet? Are we there
0: yet? Could be. I don't mind. Do you want to be? Yeah, go on well, then. Well, well. First of all, he says not a Scooby Doo. Did Mark Chester and then he says. Ah. Then he said total guess, airplane. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see, what shall I we? Think
1: it is. That's what I think it is. No, no,
0: that's a joke because he's clearly looked it up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> let's see if, if,
2: if Wikipedia is right, shall we?
0: In saludos amigos, Pedro is a small
2: aeroplane who has to deliver the mail between Chile and Bob, Argentina Bob, when his parents Bob, get sick.
1: Bob's well on thirty-seven Disney Street.
2: Bob. 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 Bob airplane there you go <laughs> <laughs> just made me laugh
0: total guess airplane <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> I think we we all did the same thing there i immediately went oh it's that penguin i can see him i can visualize him and then you went pablo and, and then, then i was then, like oh
0: it's not pedro
1: yes it's the little airplane i liked him it reminded me of Oh. Jimbo. Jimbo. Yes, Jimbo. We're We're in, in the do 80s. Do 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 do
2: Jimbo. I actually programmed the theme tune from that into my Nokia phone as a ringtone. Ah.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's,
0: that's it a took a great great me hours to do.
2: Yeah, I know, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you know, sometimes you hear things that just make you like someone a little bit more than you already do, and that was adorable. And well, that wasn't sometimes one of them.
2: People, yeah, people say things
1: like that. And then some things <laughs> make me loathe you. Um, right, okay, my and finally this week. I'm going to, and finally, I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to sit back and let the boys take over. And finally, WandaVision.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a funny uh, place to do this, because we normally mm. discuss this on the, the other channel, but we've run out of time. Yeah. Uh, to do that because we're doing Raya but um, but why not why not here yeah why not here? In, in lieu of uh, things happening at the park do we have to
2: keep away from spoilers and things do we have to worry about stuff I out do out? I Just think say, we look, do
1: we're only about 48 hours after the season finale yes. and it's a stonker I think that we have to avoid, avoid major talking spoilers about where possible. We'll, we'll
2: give general overview of the series can um, we and talk to...
1: spoilers up to sort of episode 6
0: I don't
2: know. I, I don't know what the rules are, are on eight. talking uh, about uh, something that we don't normally talk about
0: on a show. <laughs> well, if if necessary, maybe we can do the odd spoiler from earlier on, but we won't spoil the ending. If Mark Chester says, no spoilers,
2: yet. please. Oh, oh dear. That, All
0: right. But how no far back, back do the
2: spoilers go, Mark?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, have you watched a single yet? episode?
2: Well, <laughs> I will say... And then it... dumb Family have spoiled it by saying, great end,
0: anyway, <laughs> yeah. so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> uh i will say when it first started i had some issues i was hung up on about the sort of formatting of it uh, where where i didn't think it was quite true enough for me as someone who's watched a lot of these old sitcoms and it uh, mm. uh it wasn't quite as on like you know on the nail on the head as i wanted it to be um but by the third episode when they're into the 70s i kind of got over that and I was just starting to enjoy it. So I could probably go back and watch it all again now and not be as hung up on thinking, oh, that sound is a bit off for me. And then also I was getting into arguments with people on Twitter, like they were saying, oh, no, there'll be a reason for that. There'll be a reason. Sometimes they just don't 100% nail it. But, you know, looking back, I think I was being a a bit picky.
1: I think, just to clarify, I think your issues were with certain production Quality things that weren't true. I don't think you had a problem with the 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 script or the acting or the style. No, I
0: just uh, nailed that. I just thought, oh, you've you've tried to replicate this uh, this nineteen fifties or sixties sitcom, and it wasn't it it was it was good, but it wasn't it wasn't bang on for me. And then I just got hung up on that, and when when I shouldn't have done, I should have just been enjoying it. Yeah, you should have just
2: enjoyed
0: it. Yeah, um, I was over that once it got once they got into color. Um, like, you know, that's the time when I when I just... I forgot all that and I just started to enjoy it. And, and the first two episodes, uh, it's more... Maybe it's a bit more surface, you know. You'd you have to get too too bogged down in the story anyway. So it doesn't matter that I wasn't paying that much attention in those. Well, it does a bit, but, you know. But, but it doesn't, it anyway, doesn't. I mean... I, I the good thing about it for me was the fact that the
2: whole sitcom thing and the way it'd been promoted meant that Laura was interested in watching it. So straight away I got Laura on board with it, which was great because otherwise I would have had to find time to watch it and I would have struggled to do that before the kids went back to school and she went back to the office. So um it means that we've managed to watch it every week, which is brilliant. Um those first two episodes though, they're very um it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. The Marvel stuff isn't doesn't r isn't really there, is not does not is not really theres it? You don't get any of that. You get little snippets of of something's not quite right, but you kind of accept it for what it is. And, and you know, I, I find it quite nice kind of spotting the changes as it moves through the periods and things as well and noticing a completely new set every time and, and stuff was great. But mm-hmm. then when the Marvel stuff kicked in, it was great. It was really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, this was our experience. We watched it weekly up to... No choice, but to watch it weekly. Yeah. It's released weekly up to episode four. And then... Um, on episode 4 there is a watershed if you've all watched it you'll know what I'm on about if you haven't there's a watershed in episode 4 and at that point I decided to go back and watch it all as a movie um, which by episode 4 would be about 2 hours and mm. all of a sudden it it, flow, it flows a lot better than you think it does and there's a lot more threads than you think they are because it's very easy to just see it as individual episodes up to then um, but it, it worked really well um, and it kept it kept me hooked it was well paced um I, I I just loved it <laughs> sad hit server um I think they had a lot to fit in a lot of questions to answer in the last episode and they managed to um I think that that could have been longer and more delicately done
0: they were tricking us along the way as well like there, there were things that like a lot of the fan theories were so good mm. uh you know like you know is this how they um is this how they bridge the gap between this, you know, cinematic universe and this one? And, uh, some of that didn't really come to anything. And it's almost a bit of a letdown the way some of it, um, concluded, especially one thing in particular in the last episode, which has really got people angry on uh, social media about a certain character. Um, been reduced to something like a pun. So unrewarded. Yeah. Basically mm-hmm. unrewarded. Um, Another thing uh, I've just remembered about like the first two episodes where um, that was hung up on again was um, Paul Bettany. I think he's great as Vision. I really like him. But when he was doing the comedy, he was rubbish. Oh, and, I thought and, he was yeah, no. he's not. He's not, a, he's not a comedy actor. He's not like um, someone said, oh, what about... Um, is he in a? Is it a Knight's nice Tale? Or yeah. Something? Is he? Yeah. That? Someone, said, someone said, "What about that?" And I'm like, "Well, he was in it. Doesn't mean he's a brilliant comedy actor." And I just think he's slapsticky stuff. He wasn't well suited to. It. But later on, when he's been just you know, when he's becoming more more like Vision, he was he was brilliant. I really yeah. enjoyed his performance. But I'm glad you said that. himself,
2: I agree. Didn't like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I think he was. I, I don't know. It, it's not that he's doing anything particularly. Wrong. Just, yeah. just, it's
0: just. Yeah. It's just not.
2: It's just very not very funny, is it? <laughs> no. It's like you can see him selling it, like, like really
0: giving it everything that he can, but it and just I, doesn't you know, quite I appreciate work. that. And you know, I always congratulate someone on giving giving it their all. Uh, whereas you know, you get Elizabeth Olsen, who you know, it, it was really about her this show, wasn't it? You know, more yeah. than the two of them. It was. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was her show well, more than his. I tell you what I
2: say about him. In that first episode, it felt like he was, I'm trying to be Dick York, and uh, rather than I am Dick York, if that makes sense. He yeah. Yeah. wasn't coming across as a convincing, I, I'm the male lead in this sitcom. He was coming across as, I'm someone pretending to be a male lead in the sitcom.
1: What I liked about that character, though, in the final episode is, and again, I'm trying to avoid spoilers, but he has to have a showdown with another character that has been introduced and... And I like that they they have a,
0: and they have a conversation about triggers broom broom from Only Fools and Horses.
1: They have a physical Ah, fight, but eventually the the conclusion comes through discussion and logic, Mm. as opposed to brute strength.
0: That was my favourite scene of all the
1: and for an incredibly strong and powerful character, Um, the fact that it comes back to his mental abilities, which are so profound as well. I, I thought was. Pure,
0: pure vision, that isn't it? That's mm. that's vision, just reasoning, and using reason, and just trying to work out, uh, you know, what he thinks of it, and yeah. you know how he fits into it as a basically as a computer. Like, interesting. Mm. Yeah, I like. I really liked that. We but we also watched... very predictable that that's how it was going to conclude because it was like, you know, I'm here to do this job. Ah, well, you'll find this job means that you'll have to do this. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. (laughs) a bit obvious
2: uh, we watched the last two episodes back to back and on a week where I watched the last episode I know (laughs) we have two (laughs) tellies in the room (laughs) in the week where we started off by watching the last episode of The Good Place Um, on Tuesday we watched the last episode of Gravity Falls and then we watched the last two episodes of this by the end of this week I was an emotional wreck I really really (laughs) was honestly um, and uh, Gravity Falls, I know this sounds silly, but I don't know if you've seen the end of Gravity Falls, if you know anything no, about it. No, actually,
0: um, Bonnie, we were watching, uh, did she get to the end of it? Maybe she did. I didn't see it, though. I
1: haven't watched it. Any it was bit. sad
2: and it was emotional, but what was really sad was Lucas bawled his eyes out watching Aww. it. He, did. he was an absolute wreck. And oh, all it is yeah. is because it's got to the end and they're there for the summer for those two series and it's the end of the summer, mm. so they get on the bus and go home. But oh. he was just like streaming tears down his face. It was just heartbreaking. Oh bless him. I know. But can I the... sorry, go on, go on, go, go, go. go, go oh, go it on, was go. gonna
1: be about division. sorry, Carol. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, well right. so was mine. I was just gonna say I think okay. I think it is, is heartbreakingly wonderful as a series overall. Mm. And her her character and her journey through all of this is just um emotionally gripping throughout.
1: This is something I I wanted to get off my chest, and I talk about this a lot with um, sort of feminism in movies these days. It's wonderful that there's representation, but there's this need to put kick-ass females and everything, and it's it's almost like in, in order to be valid as a woman. No longer you don't need a man and be a princess, that's not allowed anymore, you've got to be a kung fu hero, do you know what I mean? Mm. And that in itself is patronising and unrealistic, but what I love about this is she is an absolute badass superhero of the highest order, but because they've done it through sitcoms, you've got all the quirky, zany, realistic, you know... Featherbrain moments that you get from women in sitcoms you've got the vulnerableness you've got the grief you've got the parenthood and you've got all that onion lead on top of that character um, and the ultimate thing is that she's a superhero and I don't think you will find a better um, sort of feminist portrayal or character in any superhero film or, or TV film or anything than you do in WandaVision I think it's executed Perfectly, oh,
0: completely uh, agree. People in the chat are saying, uh, "Well, Manchester." Oh yeah, Manchester was saying, "Episode six, we could go as far as there with uh, spoilers." Okay. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Palmer says, "The Mandalorian spoilt it for me. In all, uh, in that, all the Easter eggs came through in one division. are mostly just cheeky nods to the comics, or are they? Uh, there is a lot of stuff from the comics and." Uh, one of the best ways to enjoy Wonder is to uh, simultaneously watch breakdown videos. We watch um,
1: on YouTube, n- yeah, uh,
0: new rock new rock stars, new Rockstars new rock stars videos, and the amount of like knowledge he's got or the research that um,
1: an emergency awesome th- that, as well. they,
0: that they do is uh, it really adds to it. And even if a lot of it is turns out to be wrong, it's really interesting to think, oh, it could be that, or this character could come in, but this is is another thing. Some of those, some of the theories that have been kicking around have been way more like exciting than. So, like when the finale came around, people were actually disappointed that a lot mm. of the stuff wasn't didn't come to be. That's a bit of a spoiler, I suppose. But you know, like there was like talk of certain characters maybe coming in, and like we like, going, oh, could it? Could it be? Well, Paul Bettany dropped a I massive hint,
2: didn't he? And and then. Paul Bettany dropped a massive hint, didn't he? He He's said, a that, red herring, uh, "There's an actor I've always wanted to work up, work opposite." <sighs> yeah,
0: mm. yeah. <laughs> that annoyed people.
1: I, yeah, I, I think fan theories have killed killed cinema the way we know them. I think that filmmakers are now they're either doing lip service to fanboys, mm. or they're um, trying to second subvert guessing. expectations, mm. which I think is what killed Star Wars. Is trying to second guess the fan theories, and mm-hmm. the fan theories are fun. But you've got to accept the skill of the people writing it, and just try and scrub your brain and just enjoy. Just go with it,
2: man. Just go yeah. with it. Yeah.
1: Relax. Right, that was our cryptic, non-spoiler review of One Division, and we've that was done a long Bob's answer, finally, wasn't it? I know we've done Bob's answer. That was a bit we deeper have. than just looking at Nuimos, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> so that just brings me on to wrap up. Then, unless you guys have got anything to add,
2: no, I don't think so okay no.
1: our classic show this week is a review of Raya and the lost dragon and that will be released tomorrow Chris is
0: <laughs> last thank dragon. you
1: what did i say lost lost yeah <laughs> oh that might just be my i think
0: it accent. was just a slip of the tongue yeah does anyone know what the bell is by the way <laughs> no one's guessed the bell do you know no what no i'm not gonna tell him i'm angry now i was gonna show him what the bell is I'm even pointing up here, so it's a bit of a clue that it's not down here. It's, it's you know, it's this high. It's elevated. Uh, but people don't know what it is. And still, someone who watches these videos or <laughs> listens to the podcast knows where it is because we've seen a photograph and they have got one.
1: In their house.
0: And one day they're going to realise and they're going to tell us. <laughs> and it's frustrating.
1: Um, okay. <laughs> so it's Ray and the last. Dragon Mm. and it will be released tomorrow. Chris, has it been released on YouTube this time?
2: It will be released on YouTube this time but I will have some video editing to do so it'll be out on the podcast as usual quite early and it'll be on... on this YouTube channel um, in the next couple of days.
1: So the podcast version will be on iTunes and All Good Podcast Outlets tomorrow Mm -hmm. um, and then the YouTube version later. So your classic show is the second and fourth Monday of every month and we also do our trivia show. It's the first and third Wednesdays of the month. So if you've enjoyed it, make sure you give this video a thumbs up and subscribe and tell your friends and if you've got any questions or things you would like us to discuss in future shows please drop them oh, down yeah. it's really nice to converse with you and to know what you want to hear about because we we're a a gold mine of islam paris knowledge just waiting to be tapped so see what you've got and that's all i've got so i'm going to say thank you very much for was- watching and listening apologies for the technical difficulties at the beginning <laughs> again You've been great. I've been Lucy. Good night. Good night. Good night, children.